0: Monday morning, Natasha Denman here. Here for the live with Nat. Very super, super, super excited to be interviewing one of my recently published authors, Dr. Joe, Dr. Joanne jo Lukens, from uh, the author of *The Elite*. Think like an athlete, succeed like a champion. So it's very, very exciting to um to have her because um she has followed the the system to the T, and I really, really um wanted her to share some of the strategies I wanted to share about her book. I actually ended up um uh, reading Joe's book. Hang on, I'm just trying to. I think she is. She's coming soon. Um, I read her book on the flight to Perth. It was a three and a half hour flight. Hey, Jo. Hey, Nat. How are you? Oh, look at us. No techie glitches this morning. Um,
1: You're looking good. I'm hearing
0: you really well. I've got my headphones here in my ears.
1: (laughs) Same. I think I'll just keep mine on. And I took my glasses off too, just so Mm -hmm. that there isn't too much glare from them
0: oh look at you she's so organized you guys you know yeah hear about this um as we go through the call how important i mean we literally got organized in like seven minutes um well we said we were going to do this today and five minutes before we got on the call we had a seven minute chat and we're on the call so thank you joe for being here this morning now what i'm going to do as you know i do share this live across all my different groups so while i'm doing that techie bit on my computer why don't you give us your professional background? Because I know you've got so many accolades, and you you were a psychologist for many, many, many years. Um, I guess give us all those details. That I'm going to give a personal introduction, but give us that while I'm doing this. So everybody, welcome,
1: Joe. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, thank you, thank you, and thank yeah. you for having me on. So, my professional background, as Nat said, is in the field of psychology. So. I um, did my undergraduate study in psychology up here in the north. I'm, I'm based in Townsville. So studied up here um, in the late 80s. So you can probably do the numbers and work out who I am from that. Um, and so <laughs> I've worked as a, as a registered psychologist for the last, uh, probably about the last 28 years and had wow. hit a point in my career where I knew I was ready to do some things um, So. So, my professional background was predominantly working in the area of elite performance. So, uh, much of my career has been spent with elite athletes, with elite teams, and I also hold an academic position at the university, teach in sports psychology, so that was sort of the background for that. And then, you know, I had hit a point in my career where I was ready to do some things differently. And that's when the opportunity was to meet with yourself and Stuart and to um, to to write my book and so my career has definitely taken a change, a very positive one for me, which is great and um, okay. so very happy to be that sort of background.
0: Thank you so much and I across three of our groups so many new of this call because I think. Um, if I could pick a handful of people who I say, oh, my God, they've done everything I have said, they've followed the steps and the system, and as it was prescribed, um, I would have to say you are one of them, especially at the point of thinking of the bigger leverage behind the book. So congratulations. If you didn't see her book, here's the book. Thank tell you. us your copy <laughs> um so um yeah yep, dearly, yep. i know you guys now listening back to back to front uh, back to front um on the live um but i also i was telling the guys before you got on the call that um i read it on a three and a half hour flight to Perth. I actually had half an hour to spare at the end um i thought oh my god you know it was just like i thought it would take me six or seven hours to read um but um i i finished it and i actually was um,
1: I want to do this in your business. Oh, Sorry, Nat, I just lost the last part of that question. It just went a bit crackly for me. That's okay. Um, I was saying, was there a trigger
0: point and what was the decision behind choosing to write the book? Because I remember you said when you came to my event, oh, okay. you yeah.
1: said
0: never walked in. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, um the book itself came about from a keynote address i gave a couple of years ago and i know you you've often got authors who've been thinking about their book for a while and i was certainly one of those so i gave Mm -hmm. a keynote address at a conference where i was asked to present on something um less less academic and more sort of anecdotal they were looking for something as a keynote at the start of the conference so i thought about what have i learned from the years i've spent working with elite athletes and sort of put together a presentation on that um, fortunately, it was well received. So I thought at the time, gee, that would make a good book one day, uh, wrote a couple mm-hmm. of notes and put those into a, a Microsoft Word fo- folder um, or file, I should say, where it was about, I don't know, it was probably about a thousand words of just the, the key headings was basically all it was. And that's yeah. where it sat sort of gathering dust for about for about 10 years. So um, maybe, maybe not quite a lot. Maybe it was about eight years. And so then um, came across... The half-day workshop that you were running up here in Townsville, so came along to that, and uh, last mm-hmm. October, and, and and here we are. Gee, it hasn't even been twelve months. It's coming up to twelve months.
0: Uh, and good morning to everyone who's joining us. And yes, the sound went on and off, but I think we're back to being okay and also Hmm. the recording should be perfect at the other end um you know once we finish so it just depends on people's internet how they're going to pick up this call but awesome so we're now um in august end of august so we're kind of like 10 months in so tell me how was um you know what were the best things i mean i know a lot of our authors and budding authors will listen to this and you were a first-time author so what did you find? Give us your hot tips of during the process. So we know now how the decision came about. Um, but what are some of your hot tips? Because you always share so much valuable tips within our author group um, that other people could benefit from.
1: Sure. So a couple of things. So one of the you, – you said at the end of the half-day workshop, you asked the audience what were some of the key things that we took from the morning. and what And I put my hand up and said – you made that distinction between recognising that you're on a highway and I was on the highway of psychology, but what's your laneway? What's your point of difference? And that really stuck with me. So, and I mean, obviously I knew that working in elite sport is, is not something that everybody does. But even within that, um, mm. it was either yourself or Stuart who said, you know, really think about who you're writing to. So one of the things most helpful in the whole writing process, particularly at times when I got stuck, was I came back to that message. And what I what I had initiated myself was I sat down very early on and thought, who's my avatar? Who am I writing to? Who's who's the audience? And defined in my head who that was. He had an image of someone, like a, a specific person. And it was someone that I had worked with um, who wasn't an elite athlete. Cause I actually wasn't writing this book for athletes, which is funny. I might tell you a bit about that mm. later. Um, mm. And I actually thought of a, of a Of someone I had worked with and so the first thing I did which was on the verge of probably a bit creepy is well I went and found his LinkedIn photo and I printed it off and I stuck it on my computer and I thought right I'm writing to him and then I thought well this is silly because he lives in the same town as me she hunted him down and rang him and said I'm writing this book I'm writing it to you can I tell you what I'm thinking because there was no better feedback than speaking to the person who you were kind of basing that book around so I found that I really and we, we must have had three or four lunches through the process. And it was great because I even sat down with my contents page. And there was one chapter there that I was a bit iffy on whether or not I included. And he looked it up at me sort of quizzically and went, why is this here? And I hadn't prepped him with that. And I went, yeah, you're right. It shouldn't be there. So whenever I got stuck or mm. even when I was on retreat and I was going, I know I need to write something about this. I'm just not sure. I thought no. about him and thought, well, what would I tell him? And it just, rather than writing to this kind of audience that you kind of don't really nice. know who they are, writing, that was the actual writing process that really helped me was I not only had a type of person in mind, a specific person in mind, but I actually sat down with that person. And I must say, he was a bit chuffed to think that I was mm. kind of writing this book based at him <laughs> kind of thing. So that, so that worked really well um, mm. for me. So that, that was Fantastic. probably... Something different that I don't know if everyone's done that, but I think that there's a lot of reward to be gained from doing something like that.
0: Totally. And um, the other way that I say it, if obviously um, you're writing a book, and a lot of the time we are writing the books to the past version of us. And I often hold myself in the space I was five or ten years ago, before I had solved the problem that I'm writing the book that the
1: the, the problem yeah, that the book yes. solves, uh, right? Yeah. So,
0: yep. That's on. right.
1: And it's funny, exactly what the person I was writing it for said to me, he said, he, he actually said, oh, so this was me before I met you. And, and he said, but now I'm at the end mm-hmm. of the book. And I said, yes, exactly. You are at the end of the book. So, so that helped him then to feel good about giving some feedback on the content too.
0: Yeah. So you reverse engineered the steps of what you guys did together and what you covered off. And then you just kind of... Um, revised it with him to make sure that that's exactly how you remember it rather than, you know, um, you know, making up your own stuff and what you think people want. You actually went to the real ideal client, if you like. Yeah, and that's so clever because source, so many people... Yeah. Yeah, so many people hold the whole population. Everyone can get uh, help from me and all that kind of stuff, every female or every male or anyone with hair or whatever it is. Uh, but it, you do need to be highly specific, and I um, I love that about you. You um, go the extra, you know, not just 1%, I think you go the extra 10 or 20% to um, make the Before you retreat, I think you had a couple of interviews and things. Uh, tell me a little bit about those things that happened before you came to the retreat, and now what's been happening? Because I've been seeing you in newspapers, on radio, on various platforms of how you're using this content. And I know uh, you told me the other day, look, I'm counting even how many book sales, so I can say I've made my return on investment. Uh, you know, in X amount of days after the book came out and all that. Tell me more about that.
1: Okay, so I think I got the question there. It crackled a little bit for me then. So I guess one of the things that I find helpful is I am a record keeper. So I um, probably the other big investment that I made in addition to the program that I think has really helped me uh, take it a little further was my website. Um, So I know lots, and I guess the thing I would say to people is you do what's within your means and so forth. And I didn't spend a lot of money on my website, but I also didn't do it at the cheapest level that you could probably do it. So what that's done is it made me capacity to have a shop, which I've never had before in my career. I now have a database, you know, and some people are horrified when they hear this, you know, 28 years as a psychologist, I did not have a single email in my database because I just worked off word of mouth and people would, you know, I'd never sent newsletters. I never did any of that sort of stuff. So mm. I've got, in addition to the, and I had all that set up by retreat so that really helped um and what that Mm -hmm. enabled me to do from a a a, a marketing perspective was it means that I think what's worked for me um and I can only speak for myself is that I've tried really hard to make connections with the people who who might be purchasing the book and 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 I'm thinking more above the individual purchaser but you know so for podcasts I've done quite Quite a few podcasts since um, the books come out and I did a podcast with a with a physio from the Gold Coast Brad beer and he runs a performance mm-hmm. uh, podcast where he alternates each week with an elite athlete and then an expert so he did that with me um, yeah his podcast goes far and wide so that then when this is just by way of a quick example so last week I was contacted by um, an elite former elite runner from the UK who'd heard the podcast has a health alliance business who then... And actually, it was interesting. She said, basically, what I'd done was I had made the implicit explicit, which what that means is she knew all these things about herself as an elite athlete, but had never actually thought to put it into words. And she said, what my book was put those things into words. So she wanted to share them with her. And all she said in passing is, I look forward to talking to my clients about this. And I think what we've got to do in this leveraging process for those who are going down that path is taking every opportunities as it's put in front of you so that what that then allowed me because I had a I have a good website set up with a good shopping cart behind it was I said to her you know well you know obviously thank you for the support I have supply, you know a distributor in the UK um, in the event that you would like to share physical copies of the book with with your clients here is mm-hmm. your personal discount code. So what I did was I just halved the shipping, which obviously, yes. you know, knowing the Ingram Spark model, that works quite well. Um, yep. So, and what that does is she now has something that she can share yep. with her clients. So, and I always make sure the discount code is not some, you know, uh, you know, generic thing. It's yes. actually the name. It's either the name of the, I either go with the name of their business or nice. I get their, a part of their tagline so that they are then giving something to their clients. And, you know, nice. I, I never discount the book. I only ever discount the shipping because I don't want to, you know, discount the book itself. But yes. it's, I mean, all you're doing is taking, you know, $5 off or something like that. That's all that you're doing. But yes. I mean, the, the likelihood of me, and these are all athletes who live in Northern England, the likelihood of me crossing paths mm. with them at the moment, is small yeah. so this you know it's a gift when you can do that sort of thing and then they'll do social media about it and, and then it flows on
0: yeah it just keeps spreading I mean you know initial just building the foundations is the hardest part um, once the the I guess the, the word gets out you know from one thing from one opportunity from one interview leads to another and you know the word spreads but you've got to put yourself out there and win over those first few and get comfortable yourself to be, you know, interviewed and all that kind of stuff and have all the back-end stuff set up because with no back-end stuff, yeah. you're not going to be able to leverage and uh, collect people and build a database. So you've been able to build a le- – you're building a database now before you didn't? So have you built yeah, quite I na- names into it? Yes,
1: I, I, now ha- I now have this – yeah, I have a, I have a quite mm-hmm. a, a large database now and I've also been Good. quite careful as I've been building that to go – you know you you can set up the tags within your database so i can at any point in time go who's bought the paperback who's bought the ebook who lives in my region who lives outside of my region who's you know there's there's one particular fundraiser that i've done with a soldier in in adelaide so i know who he, you know so it means that i can target You're tagging my that, them that i'm not yeah doing yeah. all the tagging all that sort of thing and that's only come about because i did put the, the the time that goes into building your website oh, but yeah. I, I, you know and look you could spend a fortune on a website and haven't spent a fortune on the website but but that and um the other thing that i did that i think not everyone does um and and it came through uh, another strategy i'd recommend before you go to retreat if you can is if there is someone in your region who has written through your process ring them mm-hmm. up and ask them if you can take them for a coffee you know and i did that with with taryn um who yep. we, here, here we go here's taryn's book here taryn's beautiful book here um, um yeah. and so that was really i mean aside from the fact that spending any time with taryn's are always a nice thing to do but it means that if if and and uh naomi um who's here as well and mel, and mel who i mel. sat down with as well mel who, who went to retreat she and i actually sat in the same half day Um, but then, then she went to retreat me. So to sit down with someone and go, what worked for you? What didn't work for you? What do you wish you'd known? All those sorts of things. Like people are generous. So I think that's a really useful thing to do as well. And it was actually Taryn who said to me, why not pre-launch your ebook as well? So then I'm a web designer about that. Mm. So there's actually in, uh, and I'll, I'll share the link later so people can have a look at it. You can buy my ebook through my website, in addition to Kindle and all the rest of it. Now, interestingly, I nice. sold one copy through Kindle last week, last Thursday. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and I've done nothing yep. to pro- I've done nothing to promote the ebook yet. I haven't got to that. No, but I've probably sold mm. uh, I don't know maybe 40 copies through my website. Um, and of course, yeah. what happens when you sell it through your website is it's 100% profit. You know, it's it's just yep. it cost me five dollars a month to sell it through there. But the mm. thing that's probably even more valuable than that is that I can very easily, and I've I've just I just created a little video on it yesterday to show people, um, I can very easily gift a copy of the ebook to people, like no. virtually within four clicks on my computer. Now I've yes. probably done twenty of those, but when you know I had one instance where someone rang me, they were chatting to me about the the book. They said, "Oh, I'd love to get a copy of it," and this was actually a coach, so it was actually someone who I would have given a copy to anyway. Um, and I said, Oh, you know, and they were standing in an airport and I said, well, have you got your phone with you or your Kindle with you? And they said, yes. And I said, well, give me your email address. And like within oh. 30 seconds, they had a copy of the book. They were boarding on the plane and then they stepped off the plane, rang me and said, love the book. Let's do some work. So, you know, that yeah. bill. And if you're doing, particularly if you're doing a podcast with someone that's not in your town, it's a very easy way to totally. share, share your book. Um, and it, it, it's a you know the difference between doing that which is so quick versus packaging up a book and popping it in an envelope and posting it to someone plus the additional costs, that yeah. was something that again, I couldn't have done that unless I had a had a good website oh. there that would back that up. Yeah.
0: So the technology behind it is crucial. And yes, it's yeah. a ball break. I spent a couple of weeks uh not last week but the week before setting up a lot of back end stuff for our plan and like this uh, this little baby that i've just yeah. um uh not many people know about it i just announced it from last week from adelaide and perth but setting up the website for that having everything ready so you can capture the sales while well, people are excited about it or something new but also ongoing you know th- once you set it up that's it it's just tweaking yeah. afterwards it's just that initial uh surge of setting up a lot of things and um you know, making sure that one step leads to the next step and all that. So talk to me about the bigger leverage and the bigger intention. So we've now just heard someone boarding a plane, read your book, and then got off the plane and wanted to do some work, which is amazing. So yep. what kind of work are you looking for to generate aside from book sales and e-book sales and all that kind of stuff, which is I, I just kind of think that's kind of do you want fries with that kind of question, yeah, you know, when I yeah, sell my book? It you is. Know, what, what do you want to do more of? Is it more um, coaching, consulting, group facilitation? What, what kind of stuff are you um, wanting
1: to pick up as work? So, where I've developed, and, that, and that's what, why this was so fortuitous that it came alongside, you know, I knew I wanted to shift yep. my career and I didn't know how. And what I'd done was many, many years of individual counseling, which is, you yep. know, it's bread and butter work for many people in psychology. And I had done that something different. So, I've always done a lot of public speaking and I've always had workshops. So, I've always Done a lot of that, um, but what mm-hmm. I'm finding now is so so now my bread and butter is workshops, which is interesting because my bread nice. and butter used to be counselling, and obviously the return the on one to many for that is substantially mm-hmm. more. Yeah, and I, I run resilience and wellbeing trainings for the Australian Defence Force, and that is going really well as well. So the workshops are now, but it's interesting the shift in my workshops since the books come out. So people who've known of me and I've you know I've been in this town for a long time so you know you, mm. you would hope that you've got a fairly reasonable reputation by the time you've done that but people contacted me to do work for them that haven't contacted me before, before. Um, and 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 you and they haven't said you know you wrote a book so I've contacted you but the conversation about the book has come very early and it's come from oh. them so so that credibility that you talk about in your workshops is is there um so, but but you know, like last oh, two weeks ago, I went out to Cloncurry, which was great going out to Cloncurry. But speaking for Destination Queensland, alongside the former mayor of uh, Christchurch and the and the person who runs the um, uh, New Orleans Jazz Festival. So what I'm finding is I'm picking up speaking opportunities mm. at a larger scale. The other thing that I can do now no. too, though, that I'm doing is so workshops for clients that I've worked for for a long time. Um, I'm mm-hmm. now, and it's about being brave in terms of how you promote yourself. But I now say to them, sure, I can run that workshop for you. And here is the costing to run the workshop. No, to, though, that right. I can also run the workshop for you. And, you know, if I know there's 20 managers sitting there, I'll say, and if you would like 20 copies of the book to get, to deliver nice. to each of your managers and you give them a, you know, a bulk order price for that. And so I've probably Perfect. had... So far, I've probably delivered five or six of those where you know it's 20, 25 books mm. at a time. I've got one Perfect. coming up this Thursday. Um, someone, and so you do get those flow-on effects. So that's probably now become the bread and butter work. So that's the step up for me in terms of the challenges of that work, and then obviously I guess the financial return with that. But then the next mm. stage for me, which I've uh, just got underway, and I haven't had a bit of a te- haven't had, really had a chance to chat to you about it yet. Um, is what I'm now doing is turning. The plan is to turn each of the chapters into online modules that people can do oh. as a 20-minute program. Great. So at the moment, I, I met with the designers uh, virtually um, on Friday, mm-hmm. and so the, the chapter of mine that seems to grab everyone's attention when they're reading the book is, is chapter seven, which is "Embrace the Suck." Embrace the um, suck. Embrace the suck, because <laughs> yeah. "Embrace the Suck" is all about how do you push through when it's tough. You know, what are the mental yeah. strategies you can use when you know that you've got more, but you feel like stopping? And you can think about that in a physical context or a work context or, you know, whatever it is that we're doing. So mm. there's a lot of appeal in that. And I've done a lot of work with Army, obviously, with that kind of area as well. So stuff with them in the gym and that sort of thing. So so that's now being developed into an online module that I will then nice. be able to sell through my, works, through my work website. But the other thing yeah. is the company I'm doing it with, they run online training for some of the bigger name companies so they can offer it to those companies to include as part of their service offerings. So it's a bit of a suck it and see at the moment, but, you know, the first chapter's underway. I'm hoping to have that up and ready by the end of September. Um, That's the plan. I I say that not really knowing how long these things take, but our our best guesstimate at the moment is it will be then. Um, So then I'll be uh, probably 25 people, um, who are close to me I'll be just getting them to go through it and to give me go the feedback but then what I'll do is I'll take my mailing list and you know any anyone who's watching this podcast who's who's interested that want to yeah. you know jump into it have a look at it give me some feedback and you know I'm, you know and I'll get that of the substantive discount that sort of thing and then so that will be the next way forward for, for that I think I love it
0: Well, speaking of embrace the suck, I think um, I highlighted um, a couple of things in that chapter and I have four highlights I wanted to share out of insights from the book and they're literally one-liners because I like to have things that I can remember really, really easily and one of the things, uh, I guess the line that I highlighted uh, highlighted in that chapter is you don't have to like it but you do need to accept it. So that was one line that I highlighted about um, embracing the suck. And that's so true. Um, You know, many things that we want to be better at, we don't like doing every aspect of it, but we have to accept it. Do you have any kind of further insight of what you meant by that? So you can give the the guys, I guess they haven't read the whole chapter or the whole book. So what can you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, so I think that what you you picked out, Nat, obviously one of the key concepts there that, you you know, when we face adversity in life, you know, we we call it an adversity because often we'd probably prefer to not go through it, you know, and whether that be a natural disaster or be something in our personal lives or it's just, you know you've been working on a file all day and then all of a sudden it's disappeared and you didn't save it and you've oh. lost it, you know. So what happens is if we don't hit a point of acceptance, we get stuck in a spiral where we sit there and our inside voice is much along the lines of, you know, it's not fair, I can't believe this happened, um, you know, I don't like it, you know, that kind of almost sit down with your arms folded yeah, yeah, and not, yeah. <laughs> not move too far and, and you don't move too far. Yeah. So the, the, the challenge for us when something goes wrong is that we don't have to like it. But when we can accept yeah. it, it gives us permission to move on, and that's really what that challenge is about. And, and you know, if it's been something substantive in our lives, then of course you want to go through all the normal human emotions of, you know, you know, here in the north, north we had the floods earlier this year, so you don't sort of say yeah. to someone, "Suck it up," you know, straight after yeah. something like that. But what you what you do say is down the track after you've been um, some. One of the challenges yeah. with that is that you say to yourself, Okay, I don't I don't I don't like this circumstance that I'm in right now. But, I have to but I'm in it. this circumstance right now. So given that I'm in it, how can I accept it? Because otherwise we get caught in that sort of whole disbelief cycle and it just it just really yeah. isn't helpful. Um Not And so that's very, the big that's yeah. the big message that I push all through the book and I do it through all my workshops is you know When we find ourselves in a situation what's the most helpful way Mm. to think you know so and and that may be something to hold on to when you're going through the writing process is that you know you'll hit moments where something won't work or you know i asked Mm. someone for some feedback and they were supposed to tell me that they loved it and they didn't and so then i I literally sat under my desk for half a day and (laughs) thought i wasn't going to come out but you know you know, but if yeah. if I didn't accept it and move on from it and I'm actually much better off for actually having had that feedback because it was actually the embrace the suck chapter that, you know, then nice. got rewritten again. Um, you know Well you don't The yeah. second highlighting
0: that chapter for me is you can't hurt me, I'm a jellyfish. Yeah. <laughs> which was uh, about the soldier who was pushed uh, through a lot of physical stuff and wasn't told the end and and he had this little self-talk that he said, you can't hurt me, I'm a jellyfish, I think I'm... I'm going to use that while I'm doing my workouts, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. we know mantras help because, you know, there's always a commentary going on in yeah. your head. So, so the way you think yeah. matters and if you choose to think in a way that's helpful and for him, yeah, I think mm-hmm. my understanding of the story was he'd been in trouble for doing something. Um, yes. And so yeah. he was literally running around and around a field and didn't know when it was going to stop. So had no. this mantra, but I, I think it backfired a little bit because he got with it. Um, so so then he was running yeah, around yeah. and smiling, said, which I don't think he helped his cause at the time. But but it's that sort of, you know, finding mantras, finding ways to, because, mm. and and particularly, I guess, coming from that background, if you're in the army and you're doing PT, you've got no luxury of saying, I'd rather not do this, you know, so so you've got to do yeah. it. So how can you think about it in a way that's helpful that, that will work for you? Yeah, I
0: love it. All right, here's another one. I'm going to share the last couple and then we'll do our wrapping up kind of stuff. Um, and this is from early in the book. Remember, you're not always motivated, so you need to learn discipline. You will not always be disciplined, so you need to develop habits. So this was all about, um, I guess, the, the more on the habits ch- chapter and how important they are so that, you know, we can fall back on them on autopilot when we don't feel um, as discipline and how the differences between discipline, motivation and, and habits, that was for me a takeaway. Do you want to yeah. add anything on to that one?
1: Well, well only, only that about 40% of what we do every day is by habit. So if you habit, mm. you know, I, I always say to people, habits are great because they save you from having to think and habits are terrible yeah. because they save you from having to think. So, so it's interesting. Yeah. So chapter three is, is the chapter on habits. It's called Success on Autopilot. And when I started talking about yes. it, because I was picked for the unpack. And I can remember Stuart was facilitating that part that day. And I said, you know, I need to write this, this chapter on habits. And, and you had already talked about the fact that, you know, there's the difference between what people need and what people want. And, and Stuart very kindly semi-rolled his eyes at me and went, yes, we know they need habits, but we've got to make it something that people want to embrace. And that's where success on, success autopilot, on autopilot came pilot. from. And it, and, it, and it, but it's so true that, you know, on the days when you're feeling tired and fatigued, you're not going to pull on your willpower as easily. No. But, if, but if it's habit and you just – it's Monday morning and you exercise, then you just get up and you just do it. Yeah, just
0: like I did this morning. It's booked yeah. in. It's always at 7.15 and now, yeah. it's no other way out of it. Yeah. Love it. Okay, the last one I have here is take off your busy badge. You uh, If you are prone to telling someone you are too busy, try telling them it is not your priority. And I love that one because I think people – Um, nowadays use the busy badge way too often almost as a um, factor of oh I'm so important I'm so busy right? rather than yeah 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 yeah. and uh, I love what you said there because I often say to people I'm actually not busy I'm busy um, doing what I love doing but I also have so much downtime and when something's priority I'll clear and make time even if I don't sleep, I'll make the time because when something's priority and you push it up, like writing a book, which is what I say to people, why you whinge that there is no time to write a book is because you haven't quite pushed it up to your top three values and mm-hmm. where you operate in, uh, where you spend most of your time and money is in your top three values. And so you push up that book temporarily into those to- top three, you'll see how you'll finish
1: it. Yeah. And you'll get it done. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I love it. Awesome. Well, those are my, I had a few others, but those are like kind of the key ones that I wanted to share um, from the book and little practical ones to just ponder on this morning being Monday and um, as you guys enter the week um, and whatever stage you're watching this um, replay. Um, But tell us a little bit more about where people can actually buy your book, Joe. Obviously, you've got the website. Yeah, I've got the website.
1: Yes. And, and I guess, uh, you know, we talked about this offline, that is that I think that the difference between is, you know, selling a couple of books and, and accelerating that is really about taking opportunities when you can. So for me, if, yep. I can roll, if I can role model what I'm talking about, this is an opportunity for me. You've invited me to come on to have a conversation. Yeah. I've got my banner in the background. I've oh, got my T-shirt on, you know, no. all, all, those, all those sorts of things. So what I've actually done is, Uh, you know, and it's, and it is partly self-promotion, but it's also an opportunity to share. So I've got all sorts of things. I've got sort of stickers that I've done and, and and thank you cards and all these sorts of things. So I've got samples of everything that I've done on my website. So if anyone um, in the group would like to have a look at those, I'll, I'll obviously put it into the comments below, but just so you know, if you go to my Mm -hmm. website, which is drjoelukens.com. Um, then there's a, a portal there. It's called The Locker Room, so you can enter The Locker Room. <laughs> Love there's a, there's it. <laughs> a special, there's a special little spot there just for us, um, which is U48HR. Um, I'll put the codes in there, but what I yeah. put in there is samples of everything. So example examples of how I uh, do the, yeah. the e-book. Um, there is and, – and that was the other thing that I did just really quickly. Um, I bought a couple of books – written by authors who'd been through the program for a couple of reasons. One, I wanted to see how they arrived and how they'd been packaged and all that sort of stuff. Two, I wanted hope. I wanted to see that this can be done. Um, mm-hmm. But also, it's really helpful then when you're getting to layout and those sorts of things to go really carefully through everything to go, what do I love? What What would I do differently? Because, you know, a lot of it comes down to mm-hmm. personal preference by the time you get yeah. to that phase. Um, yep. So, for anyone who's about to go through through the actual publishing process, now, it would be worth maybe looking at those authors who are, I know you've had a couple of people that have just come through the new printing process, mm-hmm. and I'm, um, you know, you and I are in the middle of looking at getting my yeah. next lot printed as well. Mm-hmm. So, it would be worth, I, I think it's worth buying one or two books. Um, and so, what yeah. I've done is I've set up in my website, because then, then you've got it in your hand and you can have a good play with it and, and, and have a bit of a look at it. So... I've set up in mine um, a, a specific link to the book with a with a discount code so you can get the shipping for free but no. if you put that, if you put that code in, I will hold off sending off your book until my new version comes out if you want to have the new one in hand otherwise if you'd like otherwise I can post one out as soon you know they gets posted yeah. out the same day if you if you buy through the website yep. or obviously all the other online channels as well, but they seem to take a little bit longer that way
0: yeah, well, I can tell you'. I've... I've held the new versions from the printer, that they're amazing. Yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah. So that's week. why I, yeah. think, I think if you've got a couple of those in your hand, then you've got it there close mm-hmm. by your desk, you can flick through them and so mm-hmm. forth. So that, that's, yeah, yeah, I'm really encouraged to hear Perfect. that. So I'm looking forward to, to printing yeah. through, through the new. Me versions. too. I'm,
0: I'm going to get my next 548 dollars I'm set for 2020 because yeah. I need, I've calculated that's about how many I kind of need on the road and all that sort of yeah. stuff. And that, my little quantities, I'll continue getting through ingram and all that so it's, it's good to have the two options really oh, it's really, it's great good. it's great yeah yeah perfect i love it so dr joe com. you guys and um she she's just full of wisdom and so, shares so much without even being asked to share and that's what i love about her is uh, you know that give us um attitude so thank you so much um joe for being thank here and know. thank you for so you're going to be coming to help out at the next downs or yeah, half day won't yeah. you yeah
1: i'll see you, so, see you both in october
0: yeah it'll be like that full 12 months yeah it will be a little bit more of what's um what's happening that, uh, at that day so i love how you you know the key takeaways if i have to say from this conversation were that you're an amazing record keeper that you're looking for every um you you look at a way of expanding the opportunity from just being, say, an interview to, hey, here's some extra information. Always, always looking to add value and sharing that insight. So um, I wish you every success in the future. And um, for anyone, follow the links below the video or what Joe has said. If This has been posted on another platform. Um, if you're watching the recording, go get your hands on it. As I said, it's a three hour read. Well, for me it was, um, and it was amazing. And, um, and I, I had a little thank you card inside here that you sent to us. Very nice little um, touches that you have put on and little golden stars, like where she signed it. She put it like that little golden star inside. So all of those things make a big difference and people do feel special um, with them. So thank you. And let's see where you are at at the October event and we might do another uh, interview six or 12 months on because it's um, it's really amazing to see um, you know, someone who is hustling, who is doing the work, getting our hands dirty, getting out there, and also who doesn't live in a major, massive city like, you know, like mm. Melbourne or Sydney, all the, you know, you live in Townsville. So, um, yes. um, yeah, it's, it's everything. You've figured it out. There's no excuses. And that's why you're the author of The Elite. <laughs> yeah, thank
1: you. Thank <laughs> awesome. you. Yeah, so, Bye, guys. So, a, yeah, go on. Oh, I, was, I was just Sorry. going to quickly say, so, yeah, as long as you're doing what you're comfortable with, because there's other ways that mm-hmm. I watch other authors do it, Who they, they're amazing at. The people yeah. that do the lives, I, they so impress me and I don't do it yeah. because they make me nervous. So anyway, you know, we've all got to find our own way. Um, but yeah. I'm very happy if, if you've got a query out there and you think I can help you or offer a perspective, I'm always happy. So, so get in contact. Yeah. Um, very happy to do that. I love that.
0: Yeah, and now you've done a live. So it's, see, it's not that hard, right?
1: Oh, see, it's it's easy when I'm being interviewed. I'm very interviewed, comfortable. Yeah. I'm very comfortable with this. It's, it's more when right. you're talking to yourself. You feel correct. like you're just talking to correct. Yourself. <laughs> I need some more so lessons you from Taryn and Tracy. Yeah, that's right. Love it. All right, gorgeous. Have
0: an amazing okay, week thank you and thank you for being with us. Bye. Have bye. a good
1: week, everyone. Bye, bye.